It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Just kicking down the cobblestones. Looking for fun and feeling groovy. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. This program is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. We're a company specializing in the healing power of eating real food. My name is Cassie Wienis. I'm a registered and licensed dietitian. I see clients at our new Maple Grove office, and I also teach many of our corporate classes. And any regular listeners know what comes next. I always have to say hello to my two biggest fans listening back home. So hello to my almost first grader, Riley and my four-and-a-half-year-old Rissy. And good morning to all of our listeners. We have a fabulous and very practical show planned for you this morning. Our topic is how family food rituals get you off track. And with that in mind, I have one more person I have to say (laughs) hi to, and that's a very sweet client of mine, Linda, that was in to see me on Thursday. She came all the way from Georgia. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Not just to Georgia. see me, but I like to think that. <laughs> yeah, she started out as my client a couple of years ago, and then I hadn't talked to her for a while, you know, a phone client, because yeah. she heard us on iTunes or on the podcast. And then she was in town seeing some family and still is in town. She said she's going to tune in this morning. And so she made an appointment to see me in person, which I just was, I thought Isn't that was that the great? sweetest thing. And I I wanted to say hi to her because, number one, I told her I would, but also this topic really speaks to her. Linda oh, knows, yeah, she knows this way of eating inside and out, but like she always says to me, I have such a busy life. How do I make this work? Yeah. And that's exactly what we're going to be talking about today. Real life examples. Mary and I are going to tell you how we stay on track during these family rituals. You know, like the popcorn and pop at the movies. Yep. <laughs> right? We were just talking about that in the break room. Or what about do you go up to the the cabin on the weekend and out come the adult beverages and the bags of potato chips? Or how about family travel? What do you do for that? Because food is expensive and travel is expensive. So if you can cut back on one or the other, you're You're ahead of the game. You have some extra money in your pocket. And that is Mary Hauge. You guys hear. Mary is a nutrition educator at Nutritional Weight and Wellness. She's also the mom of three and, as always, has a big organic garden going in her backyard again this year. You're a busy lady, and we really appreciate you taking time out to come on the radio this morning. always great to be here with you. And I have to say hi, actually, to a couple friends from school. Um, Dante and Alex, if you're listening, I promised you I'd say hi. So, Yes, I bet you have more fans than (laughs) you know. Not only do you teach so many classes for us, but just... Working in the school system. That's right. And whenever kids you. are willing to listen to a nutrition program, I right. think it's you better, awesome. You better so, point it out. Yeah, there you that go. is awesome. So probably today's title has already caught the attention of a lot of listeners. You know, I think of the stories I hear, people on their way up to the cabin, and sometimes it's that family tradition to stop at the Dairy Queen on the drive up to the cabin. That's right. Or maybe your pitfall is that cookie exchange at the holidays where your girlfriends uh, want to get together, religiously participate uh, for every holiday right. season. It's, it's tradition. It is tradition. tradition. So we're going to talk a little bit about what you do instead of that. 
Right, because no matter what the family ritual or rituals are that get you off track, we have healthier, healthier excuse me, alternatives to offer you today. So you might want to grab a pen and some paper because we're going to give you some great notes to jot down. Right. And if you're just looking, you know, this is the time of year to go to the cabin. And we are now coming up on Fourth of July holiday, which is a great travel time for a lot of families. Um, So how many people, to be honest with yourself, when you think about cabin food or holiday food, uh, think about the chips and think about the bars that you're going to bake and bring in uh, the pop. And if you go to the grocery store, that is pretty common to see those snack item foods that are in um, the carts. Thinking about that rather than cooking something yourself. We know a lot of people do that, right? It's the potato chips. It's too many hot dogs with the big old white hot dog bun on those weekends at the lake. We hear the stories all the time. But how about instead of doing that this summer, you plan a menu ahead of time for your weekend at the lake. Then make your grocery list from that menu you've created and get those ingredients to fuel your body well, even while you're away from home. Right, because like we always say in our classes, and I'm always telling my students this. And you live this oh way, my gosh. so you're a good one to preach it. Yes, it takes planning. Mm-hmm. Planning is the number There's one no thing. There's no way around but it. if you don't plan, then you get caught in those situations that just drive carb cravings yes. and you crave the junk food rather you feel crappy you do if you plan um, you don't go down that road so mm-hmm. that's what we're going to talk about today is yes it takes planning but you will save yourself a lot of hassle um, down the road and just a few things you could bring to the cabin um, some cold salads are great and they can contain chicken or they can contain steak I was telling Cassie One of my favorites is the steak gargonzola simplicity that we make, Mm -hmm. and it's one of my family's favorites, which is amazing. But all it is is some nice salad greens, some grilled steak, there's some veggies in there, and then you make a simple dressing. And I think it's on our website. It is. I'm sure it is because it's in our cookbook. Mm -hmm. So a really an easy one. And to drink water is always a water. And don't you just feel better when you drink enough water, especially at the cabin when it's this hot outside, you better be drinking water. So if you want that state gargonzola simplicity recipe, check out our website at weightandwellness.com. And when we were at the lake, I was just trying to think of some practical examples as I was driving into the studio today. When we were at the lake for Father's Day, my husband and I had talked ahead of time. So you talk about that planning, you know, it doesn't have to be this big laborious process, but just chat a little bit about what you're going to eat at the lake. And we'd agreed that we were going to do a broccoli salad, some fresh fruit and some grass fed hamburger patties. So my husband picked up the ingredients on Saturday while I was at work. And then he, yeah, I do have a good husband. He <laughs> made the broccoli salad while I was getting ready Father's Day morning. And once we were at the lake, then I washed the fresh fruit, I made the hamburger patties, and we had a delicious meal of burgers on the grill. No bun, of course. That's just our norm. No bun. And then we had that broccoli salad, and we had fruit. And there's something about a man that can cook, let me tell you. Yes. So if they're willing to do that, big stars. Any guys out there listening, yeah, that'll earn you lots of points and get you pretty far. You know, and another thing that I wanted to mention, so we were at the lake again. I've been at the lake more in the past two weeks than I was all that (laughs) summer. So, yay. But when we were at the lake last weekend, as we're rushing out the door and we were going to do an overnight, so I knew I had to plan a little more extensively, but I had worked all day Friday, which I don't normally do. And then we left Saturday morning. 
So I didn't have a lot of time to sit down and plan, but what I did was grab, and I brought it in studio with me today, our Dishing Up Nutrition Guide, our cookbook that you mentioned briefly earlier. I just grabbed it as we walked out the door, and as we're driving to the lake, I'm kind of looking through, deciding what we're going to eat. And then once we got to the lake and unpacked, there's a grocery store just 15 minutes away. And I would imagine a lot of lake goers have a grocery store not too far. And so we went and got it. I grabbed the cookbook, too, as we went to the grocery store, and I just went through each recipe I knew we were going to make and bought the ingredients. We had the Greek salad in there. That was oh, one of the first, yeah. or it was only the second time I had made it. Love that. We had the turkey breakfast sausage for breakfast. I mean, so I was thinking I might get an extra copy and just leave it at the lake cabin. That's a great idea. And that, you can purchase our Dishing Up Nutrition Guide, which is all the recipes Dar has developed over the years. Um, you can purchase that at our office, or if you've taken our six-week series of classes, you already have it. Yep. Yeah. So one of my big travel things, and we've been doing this for the last 20 years almost every year, is we take a trip to my um, sister-in-law and brother-in-laws in Colorado. And they have moved from a little tin to Westcliff, which is a tiny little mountain town. Oh, and neat. so first of all, I'm bringing a family of five to them who have only two in their, you know, it's just the two of them. You're bringing chaos and to I'm their bring- house is what you're saying. <laughs> and so this is what I do. And part of part of it is selfish so that I get to eat the way I need to eat while I'm there. But the other part of it is just being nice house guests. Um, to take a stressor off. Of realizing it's them. a burden to feed seven when you're used to feeding two. So yeah. I offer to make the meals. I make a menu for the week, and when we get there, I go to the grocery store, and I purchase the groceries for them, figuring it's nothing to add two onto my bill but to add five onto their bill. And so then I plan what we're going to have, and that way, and I bring my Dishing Up Nutrition Guide, and I make smoothies for breakfast or eggs for breakfast, and then we just go from there. And I know that they don't realize how much teenagers can eat, so... (laughs) So part of it is having yet either. How much do they eat eat a lot? (laughs) So having enough protein in our meals is really important for my teenagers. I mean, who wouldn't love to have you as a guest? I'm just thinking, could you come visit me? Sure. Could you come for vacation? Even though it's only on Sago, I will (laughs) come. Hey, but if you're gonna cook, I want you as a guest. But yeah, I think that is just a wonderful example of how how. You can still stick with your plan when you're vacationing. And the Stitching Up Nutrition Guide even lays out some different lunch ideas, right. meal, I, dinner ideas, breakfast ideas. It's time for a break. Already. I better stop blabbing because I'm getting the signal from the producer. So our first commercial break, we're talking this morning about healthy alternatives to those family food traditions that can so easily get us off track. Um, when we come back, I was going to do this before break, but we're up against the clock here. When we come back, I want to give you just a short list of some common grocery store items that might still be making it into your grocery cart, but they're food items that might be sabotaging your efforts to get healthy. So I'm going to give you my top five on what those sabotaging ingredients or food (laughs) items are. So stay tuned and we'll be right back. If you want to feel better, you want to have more energy, you want to sleep through the night, feel less achy, improve your digestion and your moods, look at nutrition. Good nutrition can change all of those things, and the educators at Nutritional Weight and Wellness want to help you. They do this with their weight and wellness classes. It's a series of six classes. You can learn so much about your body and how to properly fuel your body. 
Did you know that poor nutrition is related to more than 90% of all health conditions? Learn how to properly run your body. The educators at Nutritional Weight and Wellness can help you through the weight and wellness classes. Right now, if you register with a friend or family member, you'll each get $25 off. Classes are taught at Nutritional Weight and Wellness offices and many other locations throughout the Twin Cities. Call 651-699-3438 or go to weightandwellness.com to find a class near you. Hi, welcome back. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you just tuned in, my name is Mary Hauge. I'm a nutrition educator at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, and I'm here this morning with Cassie Weenus, who is a registered and licensed dietitian working for Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Um, if you want to join our discussion today on how not to get off track during family rituals, you can give us a call at 651-641-1071. So as we were leaving for break, Cassie was going to clue you in on some items that might be sneaking into your grocery cart that um, you may want to think twice about just to keep you on track. Right, right. Some common things, you know, and I was just thinking, what do I see in people's carts when I'm out <laughs> shopping? Do you do that too? <laughs> I try not to, but you just can't help. I try to be sneaky about it. I should wear my sunglasses. That would be good. Canned soup. Most canned soups contain gluten, they contain MSG, and they contain way too much sodium, not to mention a lot of these cans are sprayed with BPA on the inner lining. BPA, as many of you know, can mimic estrogen in our body, and that can really disrupt our hormone balance over time and cause a variety of different health problems down the road. Now, there are brands like Amy's or Eden's Organic that don't have this BPA, and so they're maybe in the okay category but just be wary of buying too much of anything in a can, really. Number two, those packages of cinnamon roll dough. Now, you guys know those aren't good, right? But I see them in people's carts. You can find them in the freezer, you know, the kind you just pop out and bake at home. And I'm not going to name any names here, but I'm pretty sure every brand has way, way too many carbohydrates. So it's not good for blood sugar control. And I know many brands contain trans fats in their ingredient list, too. Number three, margarine. Ugh. Margarine and I, you know, and I will just preface this because hopefully my mother-in-law is going to listen to this show, uh, and she's very health conscious in so many ways. But you know, we're all influenced subconsciously by commercials and by our doctors, and she still eats margarine. And her cardiologist has told her to eat margarine. And when we were at the lake cabin here a couple of weeks ago, she wanted to know if she could buy a tub. You know, it, I suppose it was one of the less offending brands. I forget, but. Because she said, you know, the butter gets so hard in the fridge and something for my kids, because I right now I'm requesting butter for my kids. And I said, no, yeah. no. She said, OK, I just thought it would be easier, more spreadable. And I said, no, just leave it sitting out when we get there. You know, we have an air conditioner at the cabin. Anyway, margarine, any brand I've seen is made from highly processed oils. You know, the soybean oil, corn oil, many of the canola oils, they're very processed. And so they're damaging to our blood vessels. Number four, bottled salad dressings. Granted, there are some decent brands out there like Annie's and Seeds of Change, but many, many of them contain a lot of soybean oil and high fructose corn syrup. So you might want to consider just making your own. And then number five, Dar's going to like that I mentioned this one. I think she asked me five times in that email to mention baked beans. Did you see that, Mary? I did. Okay, no more baked beans. Baked beans from a can. Especially if you have diabetes, you should not be doing these baked beans in the can. Did you know just a half of a cup has about 30 grams of carbs? 
that's a half of a cup. That'll put you on a blood sugar roller coaster ride, and who knows what else you right. might be having with that meal. But you think about people consider beans as a protein. That's really what they think. Mm-hmm. But we know that those turn into a lot of carbohydrate in your bloodstream. Look so, at the label on it. If it's in your pantry right now, there are a lot of a carbs. Lot of and then, you know, the baked beans that you buy, read the ingredient list. It's usually got sugar added and then some corn syrup and sometimes some high fructose corn syrup on top of that. So right. kind of not a good choice in any shape or form. Right. So before we went to break, um, we were talking about road trips and what you do if you're going on a road trip. And I have quite a lot of experience with road trips. So I wanted to share a little bit about the car ride there because um, what we do is we actually pack a cooler to avoid having to stop more than necessary because we just want to get to where we're going. And it's usually a long distance. We've done this going to Washington, D.C. We've driven We've gone to Colorado a number of times. Um, you do this not just to avoid having to stop, but to avoid having to fuel you up got, on trans fats you and high fructose it. corn syrup. You got it. Yeah. And so in the car um, for snacks, we pack jerky, we pack nuts, we pack fruit, and we pack water. And all those things travel great. Yeah. And um, back in the day, we used to pack bagels, and I couldn't figure out why my kids were bouncing off the walls. <laughs> But a bagel turns to 14 and a quarter teaspoon of of sugar. Now we know. Right. And then what we do is um, at the rest stops, we have a picnic. And so we bring preservative-free lunch meat, cheeses, veggies, and dip, and fruit, and, of course, more water. And we make roll-ups. And at the Mm -hmm. same time, the kids, when they were younger, could get get out and run around. And we weren't spending money on fast food, nor were we feeding them things that were going to be detrimental to their day, the rest of the car ride, Mm -hmm. or their health. Mm -hmm. So it is doable. Then we'd get to the hotel at night, and we'd find maybe a nicer restaurant, not a fast food restaurant, but because we didn't spend money all day on fast food. That's a great idea. We felt like we could go to a a higher quality restaurant and actually get a really nice salad or a burger without a bun um, or a steak or whatever. Yeah, so. yeah, and right, you either broke even compared to what you would have done had you right. ate fast food along the way or maybe even still right. came out ahead because fast food even is not that cheap when you're feeding it, five people. It's not. And then you're not getting good it's, ingredients no, either. it's not Oh, all. I love that. So you went to Washington, D.C. <laughs> For 10 days. For 10 days. Oh, so tell them what you told me in the break room about finding... Oh, once you got so, there, you know, this is a world of technology. And mm-hmm. so we had a GPS and we plugged in co-ops or natural health food stores that were close to our hotel. And we found a Trader Joe's within walking distance, within, right? Well, it was about a mile. OK. But um, so our plan was we would pack snacks in a backpack for the day and we would only allow ourselves to eat one meal um, a day in a restaurant. And then we'd tour all of Washington, D.C., Having our so we had our breakfast before we left in our hotel room, which yeah. had a refrigerator. So I had stuff, hard boiled eggs and smoked fish and um, veggies fruit and, and fruit yep. and you know whatever. And then we would travel uh, walk all day long, so miles and miles of walking. We would and you stop, had a cooler bag. Yep, had a cooler in your bag backpack. in my backpack, and someone else would carry the water, so I wouldn't have to be the pack mule. <laughs> and we would allow ourselves one meal out each day and pick a good restaurant. And then we would get back to our hotel room about 9 o'clock at night. 
and we would have a meal because we had that Trader Joe's really close. Um, and we could find, you know, good quality food there. And so for 10 days, it's doable. You just have to have a plan. Yes. And you guys got by on a pretty small budget for a 10 day trip, partly because of that. Yeah. We, we did this trip in about a thousand dollars and that included traveling food, sightseeing, hotel. I mean, it was pretty phenomenal. Very cool. And you ate well yeah, all the while. Yeah, we ate well. Wonderful. You know, and and I'm sure there are a lot, I know, right? We know the moms out there that are traveling miles and miles for these soccer tournaments, these hockey tournaments, and sometimes it's all weekend long. I think the example that you gave can really be applied to anything weekend. Yeah. Any weekend sporting event. And certainly if you did it for 10 days, anybody can do it for a weekend. So pack a cooler and maybe you're going to pack food for the first half of the day and then make a run to a nearby grocery store and stock up. Like Mary was saying, fresh fruit, the beef jerky or, um, smoked fish is great. If your kids like anything like like salmon. salmon. Oh my gosh. It was just Phenomenal. That sounds good. And you might even be lucky, you know, at, at one of these weekend tournaments, if you hit a grocery store with a nice salad bar midday, you could stock up on a bunch of fresh salads for everyone. And of course, as Mary said, they did in Washington, D.C., lots of water to drink. So you can um, buy more water and get that back in your cooler on those weekend sporting events. Right. And I think the bottom line here is you just have to be determined that you're not going to eat at a concession stand. And that it's more important for you to get that nutrition into your children who may be running around all day on a soccer field or in a hockey tournament or in a basketball court or whatever it is. Um, make Their performance the is going to be better. It is. And they're not going to hit that slump. And, you know, the commitment to good nutrition, no matter what the situation mm-hmm. is, I think mm-hmm. is worth it. And Because you love your kids. You know, and people know me by now. They're not surprised at all that we don't eat from a concession stand. Well, and hopefully you've gotten a few followers <laughs> along the way. You know, it's sometimes it just takes setting the example. And I think sometimes people think, oh, people will look at me like I'm that person. People don't care. They might look at you for two minutes, but they have right. their own life and their own worries. But, you know, you were you said to me in the break room, there usually is nothing good at the concession stand to oh. fuel these kids that are in these day-long, weekend-long sporting events. And I had the same type of example given to me just this last Thursday. I had one of my clients back in. She's a 12-year-old and she competes um, on a dance team and Mm -hmm. travels throughout the nation on this dance team. And they're going to be in Pennsylvania here coming up. And so if you guys are listening, I don't know if I can use your names or not. I'm just going to say hello to my 12-year-old dancer. I know she's going to do great this year in Pennsylvania because we talked about options of what to do other than eating the food that they bring in because the mom said they were there last year they bring in these breaded and fried chicken strips they bring in french fries and and all this fried food that they have in these you know what those hot yeah holding dishes all day long that the people can come and go as they need to and i was really surprised that such a huge sporting event brought in such crappy food it's very common Or the pizza parties um, are very common. And the way we've gotten around those is, you know, we do have some excuses, you and I, because we can't eat the gluten, a lot of the dairy. And so if it's at a restaurant, we just choose to order our own separate thing on the side and not participate in the pizza thing, but we're still there for socializing. Right. And most places have 
a salad. You know, even they a pizza do. place is going to have a salad. So yep. that's going to be a they better do. option. We are going to go to break again already. Um, and we're going to take a caller as soon as we come back from break. So Linda's on the line. Stay on the line, Linda. But here's some food for thought before those commercials start. If you're a parent that has an allergy, the odds are one in three that your child will too. But did you know that even kids with no immediate family history of allergies, and I'm talking food or environmental, kids with no immediate family history of allergies may also be at risk. When we come back from break, Mary has four suggestions that can cut your child's odds of developing allergies. And if you want to join our conversation today, call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back. A wise doctor once said, today you are you. That's truer than true. There is no one alive who is youer than you. The doctor in question was Dr. Seuss, and I bet he would like the attitude and approach they use at Nutritional Weight and Wellness. For more than 25 years, the licensed nutritionists, registered dietitians, and nutrition educators have worked one-on-one with clients. Because they know no one is youer than you, they will come up with an individualized eating plan that addresses your needs, your body, your health concerns. Because they use research-based knowledge and because they care, they can guide you to be the best, healthiest, most energetic you you can be. Come into one of their Twin Cities-based office locations for a consultation or schedule a counseling session over the phone. Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Call them at 651-699-3438. That's 651-699-3438. Or go to weightandwellness.com. They will get results for you. It's true. Nutritional Weight and Wellness is now open in Maple Grove. Call them today at 651-699-3438. Dishing Up Nutrition. Um, I'm here with Cassie Wienes. My name is Mary Hauge. I'm a nutrition educator. Cassie is a licensed dietitian. Um, So before we went to break, we were talking about food and shopping and the grocery store. So we're going to switch gears a little bit in talking about... First, you got to tell them about my little teaser. Your what? The um, allergies. Oh, the allergies. I'm sorry. That's okay. That's why I'm here to remind you. It takes a team. <laughs> so Cassie mentioned that there are four things you can do to cut the risk of your baby or child developing allergies. And we're talking about food allergies, seasonal allergies, environmental allergies. So first, you want to be sure uh, to have adequate vitamin D levels. Um, one Finnish study found that children of women with a diet high in vitamin D during pregnancy we're less likely to have asthma or allergies by age five. So you want to make sure you're getting your vitamin D. Um, we know we get it from the sun, but we also get it from salmon and organic egg yolks. Um, we recommend you getting your vitamin D level checked. Especially if you're pregnant. Yep. And the healthiest range is between 50 and 100. And many people need to take a vitamin D supplement because they're just not getting adequate amounts through their food. Mm-hmm. Second, take a probiotic in supplement form. Um, Research indicates that women who take probiotics, um, and Cassie and I both take bifidobacteria, um, or bifidobalance, which is the name of the probiotic. Mm -hmm. Um, Women who take probiotics when they're pregnant, um, and then even gave that supplement to their baby, um, had newborns with blood markers that correlate with a lower allergy risk. And we recommend all the time for babies the powder form of bifidobacteria and just start with a pinch of that bifidobacteria a couple of times a day. You can just put it on your finger and they'll suck it off. Um, You know, if they're bottle fed, you can put it in the bottle. 
Yep. And number three, which is kind of a no-brainer to us, avoid cigarette smoke. Um, I think most moms know this, but studies show that moms who are smokers or even just inhale secondhand smoke on a regular basis while pregnant are more likely to have kids with respiratory illnesses. Right. And then the fourth um, is in order to prevent allergies in your child, choose a vaginal delivery whenever possible. Researchers have found a correlation between cesarean section and childhood allergies. And my thought on that, I mean, I don't know, and this research study didn't wasn't built to try to figure out why vaginal deliveries are helpful, but, you know, your baby gets its first dose of good hopefully bacteria. good bacteria as it comes through the vaginal tract, and you don't get that with cesarean section. Right. So let's take our caller before we jump back into our topic today. On line one, hello, Linda. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. You had a question about holiday food? I do. Thanks for taking the call. Um, yes, I am going to a family gathering that consists of the 4th of July celebration as well as uh, multiple ber- or multiple generation birthdays from ages 1 to 80. And I'm asked to bring a cake. Oh. <laughs> okay. What could be a good alternative to something like that? Um, or is that just an occasion where you go and you take bite-sized pieces like maybe cupcakes? <laughs> I, oh. I'm stumped. So you ha- you have been assigned a cake. I so have how been much? Assigned. Yes, there are about four birthdays being celebrated, including the Fourth of July celebration. So it's a multi-event, and I'm asked to bring the cake. Mm-mm-mm. Anything come into be- mind, Mary? Well, you know, if it see, I just I I would be stubborn, but I I don't want to get you in trouble. Yeah, um, I look at. Um, you know, you it is a celebration, um, but something that's lovely for adults is chocolate-covered strawberries. That's what I was thinking so I would bring. If you could do maybe a little bit of a mixture of things, I mean, obviously they want a cake. Making a cake at home is going to be better because you can put in real butter and real ingredients. Um, mm-hmm. But in the same vein... It kind of gets to be overload for a lot of people. Yeah. So, especially if you have anybody there with diabetes or pre-diabetes, right. and if one in three people have that, there's got to be some people at this big event with and blood sugar problems. Coming to mind is um, in one of our classes, we have a picture of a cake that's made out of fruit. Oh. And it actually is um, watermelon stacked up, and then it's on the top. It's layers of uh, things like cantaloupe chunks and grapes and everything. Yeah. Um, even a nice fruit boat like they do the fancy fruit boats with the Mm -hmm. in the watermelon boat I mean that might be an alternative and maybe I like what you said I think you were getting at the point maybe do half and half maybe do a small cake or a few small cupcakes Um, and if you're making it from home then you know there's not going to be trans fats and high fructose corn syrup but then maybe bring I mean that plate of chocolate dipped strawberries I do that at Christmas every year and I always have to hide some (laughs) so that the kids and I get some I keep some in a separate container because they go in a second and and you know you get a dark chocolate and you melt it and just dip that strawberry in there and lay those out that I I think to do a little bit of each so that um, the people that that, yeah so that the people that don't want the cake because you know there are people that can't even handle a small bite it sets them Exactly. On a roller coaster, right. and they can't stop themselves from eating more. So, okay. and then one question about you were talking about um, allergies. Yeah. Um, as far as I have do have allergies to skim or milk. Yep. So I switched to soy, and I've had no problems. But I hear 
soy is not. I'm hearing, you know, when I listen to the show, that soy is not always so good. Right. And where do you use that soy milk? Do you just drink it, or I are you just putting? Drink it. It's just like for like when I have breakfast, I'll have a small, like the six ounce glass of soy milk, and it's a very low fat, uh, low sugar soy milk, and I can handle it fine. But there's only one brand I can. I'll. I'll I can drink because it's the only flavor I like, and okay. it's actually the best out of all the ones that I've seen. But I can't, I break out in rashes when I have regular milk. Sure. You know, and that's, of of any of the food allergies, dairy is the biggest in terms of how many people are allergic. So that's very common. But my, my first thought is, why not just drink water with breakfast? But what about the vitamin D and calcium that I'm missing? Well, I'll tell you, if that soy is claiming it has calcium, I'm most certain it's calcium carbonate that's been added, and that's not a well-absorbable form. That, if you get too much, can cause oh a variety of things. It can calcify in your blood vessels and lead to heart disease. It can calcify in your kidneys and lead to kidney stones. So it's probably not the best form of calcium. And then the vitamin D is usually D2 that's added, and that's not very well-absorbed. So if they're claiming calcium and D on the soy milk, to me anyway, it's just more of a marketing piece than it is would, actually providing you with good nutrition. Would rice milk or goat milk be a, a worth a try? No, rice milk would be really high in carbs, so okay. it would really spike your blood sugar. Goat milk, if you're not doing well with dairy, I wouldn't do goat milk. Okay, sounds like water. <laughs> water and, and maybe a calcium and a D supplement, which is what we do at our house. We have dairy allergies, and we drink water, and I do a calcium and a D supplement for myself and for the kids. And if you need something in baking, we use the unsweetened coconut milk oh, for okay. any um, you know special occasions or any time we need Okay, great. A white liquid. So, so. Thanks so much. Yeah, Robert. thanks for listening. Okay, bye-bye. All right, we're going to take one more caller, Mary. Welcome, Trish, to Dishing Up Nutrition. You had a question for us? Actually, I was just going to add to your list of how to prevent allergies, um, you know, when a woman is yeah. pregnant and then later, is an important one. Of course, peanut allergies, which is, can be deadly, is uh, it's recommended not to, when a woman is pregnant, not to eat huge amounts of peanut, peanut butter, easy source mm-hmm. of protein for women on the go, mm-hmm. but really cut down on that. And then, of course, when your uh, child is not recommended to have any peanut butter um, or peanut products for a child until they're at least two years old. So. Right. Um, that's a. I just wanted to add that because I didn't hear that on your list. So that's thank an important you. one to add. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you so much. Love that okay. input. Okay. Thanks, okay. Trish. You know, I, and I know when you look at the research, there's controversy. Some people say it doesn't matter if you eat it during pregnancy. Some people say it does. I would say err on the side of caution, and it's certainly yeah. if they run in the family, mm-hmm. just really limit or try to avoid a lot of. Um, peanuts during pregnancy. So we have a little bit of time before our next break. I think, what were we going to talk about next? Let's jump into uh, graduation parties. Um, we did c- handle a little bit of yeah. a birthday party. Um, we know, and in that caller that we just had talking about the cake thing, and, yeah. and I've been invited to a million graduation parties now that my kids are in high school. Um, and that big commercial cake is such a pitfall. Um, absolutely <sighs> negative nutrition right there. So what could you do right. instead? Right. Well, the one really neat idea I saw was they had a chocolate fondue fountain. I and they love did that fruit idea. 
that dipped in there instead. And you could do a dark chocolate, so mm-hmm. it would be a healthy chocolate. And the kids loved it. You can rent those things. Oh, what a novelty. I'm sure the kids were lining up. Oh, my gosh. it was. I was lining up. It, yeah. was, <laughs> it was pretty fun to have actually something... I felt like was decent and but still you know, didn't have to have that, that you, cake. Yeah, 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 very cool. But tell about the other graduation party. Well, so you were at that didn't have such one of the great graduation action. parties I went to. The theme was dessert, and it was over a meal time. It was over lunchtime, and they did not have one item there that, that was, was protein or anything but sugar. Nothing but sugar. And um, but you had eaten before you went, right? I always that is my number one. I tip. think people need to do that. Eat before you go, so that you're not starving. Because you put yourself in a vulnerable situation if you go expecting to you fill, know, fuel yourself at a grad party. There's nothing there for you to eat, and so I always eat before I go. But um, that was a tough one because. You know, I was uh, expecting a little something, little. and there was nothing except dessert. So that yeah, was a really but, hard. One. But I love that I, um, suggestion of eat before you go because you really just don't know what you're going to go into. Go for the social aspect, and you know, to to give the card to the graduate, but eat before you go. Can you believe it's already time for our last break? Mm-hmm. But don't go away. We still have more ideas for healthy alternatives at those family life, family and life events that can so easily get us off track. Also, we want to tell you about our hot summer special, and hot is the keyword today that we have going on when we return, so don't turn that dial. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. Before um, we went on the break, Cassie was mentioning that we have some hot deals going on this mm-hmm. summer, and we do. We actually some cheap have, deals. <laughs> you got it. So we actually have um, some two-for-one classes going on. And what that means is if you register yourself and register a friend, you pay just the admission for one person. Which isn't it 25? I didn't I think know it's 25. Now, sure. these are classes that are being taught only in, in our, our offices. offices. Not community so ed, not we community don't have control. Ed, but just in our offices. Yeah. And so today we actually have a Jumpstart Your Metabolism class, and that's in yes. YZ from 1 to 3, right? It's in yes, YZ-a. in YZ, okay. and they're still opening. So if you're not doing anything today and want to sit in air conditioning and learn how to right. get your metabolism going, right. call the office. And then there's a Jumpstart class on Monday in Lakeville. There's a Jumpstart class on Tuesday in Maple Grove. There's a Foods to Build Healthy, Happy Children. My favorite class. Uh-huh. Um, also on Tuesday in my class, St. Paul. And then Thursday we have Foods to Reduce Pain and Inflammation in St. Paul, Jumpstart Your Metabolism in Maple Grove, Balance Foods for Balanced Moods in Maple Grove. And then next Saturday, Jumpstart Your Metabolism at our North Oaks office or Jumpstart Your Metabolism at our YZ office. So lots of opportunities to take uh, two for one special. Yeah. And if you want more information or are interested in signing up, you can either visit our website at weightandwellness.com or call the ladies today at the office. They're in already this morning at 651 699 3438. Now, we were talking about um, graduation parties a little bit, and you know, this could be applied to birthday parties, all kinds of things, but. We were mentioning before we went to break, eat before you go, because you never know what you're going to get into. But I think we should talk about what happens if you're the host or the hostess and not the party goer. Yeah. So I had that experience a couple (laughs) years ago, and 
After seeing um, some of the other examples of what I wouldn't do at a party, I decided to focus on the meal and actually nourishing the people that came. And to my surprise, almost ran out of food. And got rave reviews, (laughs) right? The kids said, this is the best food we've ever had. Oh, Um, So what I did was I focused on a nice taco salad bar. And I did not offer tortillas or tortilla shells. Well, that daughter Um, that graduated has gluten intolerant sensitivity. And and some dairy as well. And so um, we did a taco salad bar. And I did offer organic um, blue tortilla chips. Kind of they could crunch up on the top or whatever. Um, And then we had, you know, fruit and things like that. But um, I really felt good at the end of the day. Uh, We did not have any pop. We had water to Perfect. drink. We did have a little bit of lemonade, um, but you know it was it was really nice to hear people say, "Oh my gosh, this is the best food." And I said to my daughter, "I thought because these kids were at parties all day, they wouldn't come here and be hungry." <laughs> Boy, was I wrong. Well, they were at all the dessert parties and never really getting <laughs> and she goes, nourished. Well, mom, you have to understand that at these other parties, it might be dessert or it might be you know a little bit of. Um, Little or something. Or, yeah. She goes, they got a meal at our house. Oh, and numb. Said, and I love a good taco salad. Oh, yeah. You know, and that makes me think of the last party I hosted wasn't near as big as yours, Mary. But <laughs> but now I have a good idea for 12 years down the road when I have to do that. But when we had Marissa's fourth birthday party last September, and we had the whole block over, so we had a lot of people. But for beverages, instead of juice or pop or Kool-Aid, I filled up two big, beautiful water crafts. I actually bought them just for the party because presentation means a lot. And I knew I wasn't going to serve junky drinks. So they were these big glass crafts with a little spout at the bottom. And I got them at JCPenney's for a good price. They sit next to each other on a pedestal. And in one, I just put a bunch of filtered water in there with some ice and cut up a ton of strawberries and put them in. And then in the other, I put in iced green tea and a bunch of lemon slices. And of course, the adults went for the green tea and the kids loved the strawberry water. And it was so cute. At one point, I was visiting with some moms and I looked over and all the little four-year-olds were lined up to refill their glass of strawberry water. I hope you took a picture. (laughs) Yes, I do have good pictures. You know, and another area that can be kind of tricky for some people is family reunions because it seems like at those occasions, people will bring their specialty. Their signature dish. Their specialty. And you know, so, and I've heard the stories about, yeah, but my mom makes this awesome cherry pie or whatever that she won a ribbon for at the fair. Or at, at our house, it always used to be Aunt Sherry's homemade blueberry cheesecake. Homemade, right. so it was good ingredients. And people would tell you, oh, you, you at least got to take a bite. Well, you know, even though it's homemade, there's still a ton of sugar. And if I take one bite, I'm not going to stop. So for me, I just avoid those desserts at our family gatherings. And we have big family gatherings every year. But after a couple of years of trial and error and finding out that I just feel icky and tired and have brain fog the rest of the day. Now, to me, I look at those desserts and I think, oh, just not worth that one minute of maybe happiness that I get from taking a bite. And my always go-to for any time I'm asked to bring a meal is I bring a protein source. So I like deviled eggs Good a idea. lot. And I've mixed deviled eggs. Um, I've mixed them up by doing some crab in there or some tuna in there. Remember and, when, were you at the meeting when um, Dar brought in ones with salmon? Yes, That's another I've done great those. Idea. I've made them spicy. I've made them 
more savory. I mean, you can do a lot of things with that. Or you can do the pickle roll-ups with the cream cheese and the lunch meat. And what's really nice is if you do a spicy pickle in the middle, it gives it a little bit of a kick. kick. And people love those. They disappear. Oh, those go like that. Yeah, just like that. So there are some ways that you can still nourish yourself Mm -hmm. and pretend like you're just taking part. Right. And what everybody else is doing. See, I'm eating. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm eating. Just having to be eating my own food. <laughs> but that's a good point because a lot of times you'll get there and then there's not protein. So, um, and that we do oftentimes bring those ham roll-ups. I, I forgot about that suggestion. And another thing, especially during the summer, something that I love to take anytime we're getting together, even if I'm not asked to bring something. Because again, if you don't bring something, you're probably not going to have great options Something I love is the wild rice cranberry pecan salad that's on our website. It is just a delicious mix of this wild rice. I buy the Lundberg brand, so it has some wild rice, but it has wahini and a few other varieties in there. Of course, you throw in the pecans, some green onion, dried cranberries, little juice from a fresh orange, and you toss that all in olive oil. And I don't make that at home for our family so that when we do have a gathering, then that's a treat for me. And then I'm not even tempted by... The brownies or, you know, the the dessert with all the Cool Whip on top because that is my treat. Right. And the other thing is, is if you have some go-to healthy recipes um, that you can kind of rely on in situations like this, it just takes the stress off. And if you need some go-to healthy recipes, go to our website, oh, weightandwellness.com, because there's tons of recipes on there. Or take a class from us and get a cookbook. Um yeah. Really, I mean, I travel with my cookbook like Cassie does because... Well, and one of the many great things about that cookbook, at the end of the recipe, it tells you what to add to it to make a meal. So it takes all the guesswork out. So it tells you your side dishes, too, and you get a healthy, balanced meal. Um, You know, I do want to mention one thing that if you've been to any gatherings lately, you usually see that ever-present Midwestern bean casserole. You got it. It's kind of the baked beans. um, It's all the different shapes of canned beans, right? And then you throw in the ketchup. Right. And if you're not careful, you're you're getting ketchup with high fructose corn syrup. Right. And you throw in the ketchup. So I looked up how many carbs are in one serving of that. Yikes. 47. That's like 12 teaspoons of sugar. And a serving is really three quarters of a cup to a cup. So if you're taking more than that... Um, or if you're taking other items that also turn to sugar, like right. the big old bun with your burger, you know, it, and that makes sense because my clients with diabetes always have a crazy high blood sugar after they eat that bean casserole. Oh my gosh, there's the music. Well, we've given you lots of great ideas, I hope, for focusing on healthy alternatives, but still enjoy that family time together. That's right. Have a great weekend. Thank you for listening. The content and opinions expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Statements made with respect to products have not been evaluated by the FDA.